the tough times that defines who you are, right? Easy times are easy, everyone can handle it, right? It's just like, hey, when times are bad, great, you know, now I can see what I'm made of, right? This episode of the Bloomex Podcast is brought to you by MCRO, who enables businesses to grow through handcrafted digital solutions of the future. MCRO is a web and mobile app development studio with a competent, dedicated, and experienced team focused on solving business challenges through fast-to-market and high-performance digital products. If you're looking to turn your disruptive ideas into reality or have a reliable strategic par tech partner to explore options for your existing work, reach out to Henry Yu from MCRO for a chat over coffee or a bone shaker IPA. Your choice. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Peter, welcome to the Blue Megs well, podcast. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. my, uh, my honor. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're someone I wanted to come uh, bring on just because, yeah. I mean, you're a student. Yeah. You're uh, hosting on a, on a uh, startup <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Right? But That's like, right. you're kind of on top of the ball with a lot of things. Uh, we had a few, I had a few meetups where we brought in a, a bunch of uh, entrepreneurs, from, yeah. especially from the hub. Yeah. And you're the, one of the ones who were like pressing back on all my concerns, <laughs> on my opinions. Yeah. Right. Having your own um, hardcore opinions about certain things, yeah. how it should yeah. be. Um, and you're pretty uh, well informed about the startup world, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to take the time to like talk about mm -hmm. you, like um, mm -hmm. what's your background and what are you yeah. doing, man? For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I think like this, the whole like opinions of it, uh, like, you know, because my per that's sort of my personality and like the company sort of revolves around that too. And I always do a lot of debates and stuff with my friends and with people that I work with. And because of that, like you can sort of sort of broaden yourself up, right? But my background is rather like unique, I guess. So I originally grew up in China um, and my parents, Right, my parents met in Russia. My mom is Russian. My dad is Chinese. Okay. Yeah. So, so I grew up in China, and then I moved to Canada when I was about twelve years old. So, um, I moved around a lot. I I been to like maybe like two kindergartens, like three, two middle schools, like two high schools, like, and then travel, like, lived in a whole bunch of different cities. Uh, just you know, I basically was never like in one, one place like growing up, you know, yeah. and that's sort of like... Um, so you moved around Canada a lot? Oh, no, well, I mean, I, I was living in Vancouver. I yeah. moved to Canada the first place I, I, was, I was. I lived in Vancouver and now I came here for university, mm. right? So that's a little bit about my, uh, my background. Both my parents were, uh, were in manufacturing and they were pretty successful. And, and my dad was a really good salesman. Maybe yeah. maybe not myself, but you know, I, I certainly know like what it what it takes and like the hustle that you yeah. know you have to do to like to get to like where you want, right? And that's a lot of it my um, entrepreneurial sort of origin because ever since I was a kid I I see my parents do their thing and then I always was super fascinated about it. Anything in particular they did? Um anything in particular they did as when I was a kid. So my mom was an interior designer, and then she became a fashion designer. My, uh, my, my, my dad was the one that's always running the business. They, they, they were, uh, you know, exporting and manufacturing uh, winter jackets to, to Russia. So I guess from, from my dad's side, um, like he was, I grew up with my grandparents. He was really, like both my parents were really busy all the time. So as much as 
I can recall, like it's really just whenever I see them, they're at work, you yeah, know. Yeah. And that's and and it's not it's not as particular because I was a kid, I don't remember much. Um, so what's interesting is that um, my mom is also like a designer too, right? And and I managed to pick that up for yeah. myself too, and I, you know, got pretty good at designing stuff alongside of like starting my own sort of business brand or you know so the both sides came together and formed me yeah know? so it's sort of you know cool like uh, I know you're doing weave right now yep. did you do it before that that's right no I did nothing before that okay you know so uh, you know before that I was in high school yeah. uh, so I can I can talk about the origin of the company like yeah, in a that. bit right but I guess I guess like after I graduated high school like I went to I went here like went to uh, the UTSC campus and you know I, I was I was studying uh, you know this I was in this program called Management and International Business. I thought it's related to starting a company, but it's not. And then <laughs> I moved to something else. But you know, during the during the summer of first year, I got you know really bored. And at that time, I actually had a girlfriend that lives in Waterloo. So I tr go there and travel. I go there and visit her from time to time. And whenever I go there, I spent like you know forty fifty dollar worth of gas. You know, I could probably buy her some meal or something with that money. So. Basically, one day she told me, hey, Peter, like, do you know about like rideshare, you know, long distance rideshare where people post their rides online, charge passengers a price enough to cover the cost of the ride, you know? So basically, if I'm the driver, I can charge everyone like 20 bucks going from Toronto to Waterloo. That's about 100 to 200 kilometers range. Uh, people are doing this to cover the cost. People are doing this so that they're not losing out. And, I thought, oh, like that's actually an interesting idea. So what happens afterwards is that me and some of my friends who also do long distance ride sharing got together um, and we wanted to come up with like one of like the easiest ways, well, the easy, easiest ways to share ride between cities. Because right now we figured it's actually quite tedious, the whole process, mm -hmm. and, and we made that our mission just to simplify long distance ride sharing the entire time you're, you're working on Weave, you know? Nice. That's a little more background. Yeah, so yeah. just just sprung out mm -hmm. of that, um, mm -hmm. going to see your seeing your girlfriend in yeah, Waterloo. Right. Um, okay, so like the rest of the team, like how do they how do they come on board? Yeah, so um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Like uh, because I started when I was in the summer of first year, right? I I didn't know anything when I started. Uh, I wouldn't say I know like a lot nowadays either, but. But um, so I was really like bored out of my mind. I was just, I, I feel like I don't have a purpose in life, you know, and then I want to do something. And this opportunity presented to me and I was like, hey, like, why do I not just grab onto it? So basically I had this idea, right? I had nothing. So, and I didn't know how to code back then either, right? So <laughs> there, um, there used to be, um, well, there still is like a computer student association mm. in, at, on this campus. Yeah. So like I went to their website, I, I found their like phone number, I called them, right? The person that, that answered the phone was super surprised because like of, of all the times he's been the president or, or the, the history of this student association, nobody have ever dialed that number, <laughs> which was like really surprising to yeah. me, right? Because all I had to do was like ask. I just said, hey, like, do you know anyone who like want to work on the startup idea with me? And, and whatnot, right? And it turns out like one of the person who is in that association is a developer who, who knows how, like, how to code uh, pretty decently. 
that is also my friend, but I never knew he was in computer science. So yeah. uh, he was, I guess, my, my first co-founder and he joined the team. Well, I, I used to host parties back then and uh, he, uh, he just came to one of my parties, right? And I was just like, hey, like, I can do this, right? You see the party, you see the DJ sets, you see the fog machines. Right, like let's do something even bigger. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then he he uh, he he was brought onto the team, and that's that's how the first person was brought on. And 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 now that you have some sort of skill sets and competencies in your team, you can like bring on more and more people. Right, it's, it's a lot easier. But you know, unfortunately for for this particular co-founder, it didn't really work out that well. So like he had to leave eventually. But you know, that's how it all got started. And afterwards, you know, I done a lot of research on. on on a lot of friends and people around me ask around like whoever knows how to like code or do anything at all right because I knew like absolutely nothing and you know so I managed to get on like a couple friends right um, two of the two of the initial team of seven uh, is still with me uh, yeah. two, two years afterwards so like I'm, I'm really grateful for that um, you know right now during the entire time of team building um, some people stay, some people leave, right? You can't, you can't, you can't change that, right? And and I guess the only thing is you just got to keep on going. Like if you like what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that doesn't sound too cheesy, but you know. Yeah, no, uh, it's some, yeah. it's part of the things that uh, yeah. you got to deal with uh, yeah. in order to push your idea forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have no technical background? No yourself? technical. I have no, I have no any backgrounds. Like the only thing I had going for me was like willpower and just like. Dedication and just willingness to like keep on learning. So how right? did you make that transition? Like, okay, I'm gonna make a tech company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, it wasn't easy in the beginning, yeah. right? Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, I'm actually pretty interested in talking okay. about that because nobody ever really asked me that question. So, um, uh, so communication was definitely one of the hardest things to do, and especially if you have no startup experience, you have no idea what you're doing, you have no idea how to formulate a product. So I guess the first thing I ever did for my team is that um, I, uh, I just tried to design the product for myself because we had a lot of talking, we had a lot of meetings to talk about what this product is going to be, how we want to do this, but there was never a vision, there was never just something concrete that we can go off of, right? So uh, the first thing I did before I even, you know, transitioned into like a more technical person were just like, a better communicator is that I picked up design, you know. So, okay. so, so that's one of the first things I learned. Uh, so, for design, you mean like UX design? UI, UI? UX design, product design. Yeah. So basically, um, I I spend I spend a weekend just piecing out like piecing together like a product. Uh, it's it looks really bad, but yeah. like it's 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 like my first sort of piece of product design, and I presented it to the team. Like nobody was being mean to me, right? Like pe <laughs> people probably know it was yeah. it looks like shit, right? But but then like people people kept along with it. So so once we have a product vision, right? Um, it's a lot easier to talk communicate with developers for for the specific vision, specific product we want to build upon, right? And and then the engineers, right? The developers will, will bring up all these questions, like very technical like questions to me they want to ask me about like all these cases like how are we handling this specific case how are we handling that case right how are we doing front end back end like what sort of services like you know uh do you want like they talk to me as if i i, I have all the answers right in yeah. reality like i don't know how to develop but, yeah. but over time like you know through listening to their conversations but also just like 
doing a lot of research and sort of sort of formulation myself. Like I I, I understood the ins and outs of, of the applications, right? So before, you know, I was a business developer, but I was also a product designer to create the product. So as a product designer, I created like some common language for people to uh, go off of, like this is the name of this feature, this is the name of that feature. And, you know, over a period of like maybe six months or so, like we, you know, we figured out all the product languages and, and, and then I switched into a, uh, you know, computer science related program too. Okay. Uh, that helped me to understand a lot of the, the technical stuff. Okay. And, and, you know, I, I feel like if you want to be good in your field, you better know like everything about it, right? Yeah. And that's like, so I basically learned everything I need to, right? I, 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 I figured out, like almost remembered all the API endpoints, like all the system architectures, like just, just a lot of remembering. So you've just, learned it. Just like, a lot of hard work, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and it's but ultimately for me, like I'm I'm interested in that stuff, right? So like it's you so know. you see it as like okay, I can use these skill sets for things I want to do in the future, or like I like I want to solve weave so much that that was the motivation to go learn. Oh, well, okay, it's definitely the latter, but you know I always justify the latter with the prior. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's it's it's always it's always like that for me, you know, because just just personally, like like. I do want to think long term, but I want my long like I want Vive to be part of that long term game yeah, plan, yeah. right? Uh, like me learn me doing all these things, me learning all those things isn't my backup plan, right? It, it's my plan to make Vive work, you know. And I guess it just so happens that if Vive don't work, I I have all these skills, right? Business development, product design, like front end development too, right? And a little bit of um, like ar uh, architecturing, you know. Yeah. And then it just over time, right? Cool. And we use the mm -hmm. weave actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think what's what's more interesting is that like um, because I'm working in this sort of environment, mm -hmm. I'm like I'm able to motivate myself to learn these skills better, right? Uh, so so I picked up web development this like summer, maybe two months ago. Nice. And this is what I got managed to got done. So you made uh, this yourself? Yes. Uh, what is it made on? Uh, React, oh, although yeah? although that button is bugged because yeah. you know I gotta fix that. But you know we um, I haven't hooked it up to backend yet, so maybe it'll take another 15 days or so to completely finish the website. Like what what our website allows us to do is that users can can book a ride, right? They can create an account, they can be matched with other drivers and riders traveling the same way as they are, right? And we have payments and help center like all built into the yeah. website. So it's long distance ride share, yes. intercity ride share. That's right? right, that's right. So we matches students, that's our niche customer in the beginning, sharing rides between cities. You know, Drivers can cover cost of transportation while riders arrive affordably. We figured if we can make um, booking a ride share as easy as, well, we clearly don't have the, the download link hooked up yet, but, yeah. but it's like, if you can make booking ride share as easy as booking a bus ticket, Right, but we also use our sort of operational excellence, right, to uh, build a sort of network that like drivers and riders can always be matched. Then we can potentially take this concept to the mainstream. Yeah. Right. Right now, how other services are is that like um, drivers and riders are required to go to these sort of posting or, or listing like marketplaces, or platforms, practice. yeah, to to browse through all the 
listings to figure out to do their own logistics, do their own contact. So we we we, we take away the need for for all of that, right? And uh, we just we just match you with technology, you know, <laughs> like and 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 what's what's even better is that drivers can pick up riders from you know their home mm -hmm. as opposed to having riders needing to come to the driver. Yeah, you know. So like, what was the biggest problem you had to deal with to get to the point? Well, well, the, the okay, the in in terms of the startup, yeah, <laughs> biggest problem, like, um, I I think the 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 biggest problem is more of like a personal problem. So I uh, you know I was dealing with depression about like a, a year into the company, you know, and okay. depression anxiety issue, um, about like so. So I decided to quit smoking completely as soon as I started the company, right? And and, and, and midway in, like my anxiety issue started getting worse, and, and 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 the tech team wasn't the development team wasn't doing that hot, right? Because we are a bunch of university students, we are not that competent, at yeah. least in the beginning, right? And I definitely had over-the-top expectations, right? And that's that's basically how I sort of was depressed for a little bit, you know. Yeah. But that's I guess that that's it, you know. I obviously like dealt with that, dealt with all those things, right? But one of the most important things I, I, I realized were the most like insightful things I realized, like with like you know, having your own sort of company where like as a, a founder is that like the company that, that, that you build around you, it's just like a reflection of you, right? Mm -hmm. It's just your your state of mind, your state yeah. of being, right? You develop the culture. Yeah, and, and, and people are gonna act like the the way you're you're feeling inside, you know, and, and, and you can always sort of get a correct feedback of yourself and does make you a better person too hopefully hopefully yeah hopefully yeah it's interesting you said yeah. that because like yeah. um i had a similar aspect when i started my first tech company uh -huh. so I, yeah. I started mapian yeah of course like 24 it was like around 2013 i looked into that like a lot you yeah. know i i really liked it I, I thought it was i appreciate that really like just good really really good for Thank like you, yeah I really appreciate that because, like, when I started that, I had zero understanding of tech. Yeah. And we didn't have as much resources as we do now to learn yeah. tech, even. Like, yeah. you can go right now on Udemy, $14. Yeah, exactly. Go through courses. Like easy. Yeah. Uh, YouTube is there, like a repository yeah. of all yep. this information. Then it was like, it was really hard to, like, knowing what to search. So, yeah. literally, when I, apparently, I was the first person to join the hub. Okay. That's what okay. Greg tells me. Okay, okay. Right? I literally, yeah. all I knew is I needed to want to do a project. Yeah. Printed out a red card because I'm yeah. like, this is important. Yeah, yeah. But the red card with like what I wanted to do on it. Yeah, yeah. Knocked on like every computer science office's yeah. door. Yeah, like, okay. Hey, I want to do this. Can yeah, you help me? Yeah, yeah. And it was the point where like people would be like, yo, the red card guy's coming. Yeah. And the doors <laughs> used to close. Yeah. Like bam, yeah. bam, bam after each other, yeah, right? Yeah. They knew me. And then I kept like walking around trying to figure yeah, out resources. Yeah, yeah. And I ran into Gray yeah. at the old old yeah, uh, old hub. The yeah. Old hub. I, yeah, I was it, was all, it was like opening day, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for this, this, this." He's like, "Well, yeah. this is the best place for." Yeah. And he's like, "You tell," I'm like, "You're telling me yeah. there's a space. I want to start a company, yeah. and you're gonna give me a space to do that." Yeah. And I was like, mind blown. Like, yeah. I didn't even listen to what he said because yeah. I was just like, "Okay, just give me, give yeah, me, just give me the that, space. Yeah, yeah. Just give me the space. Everything else is extra." And yeah. like. He gave me access to a spot, and I literally just sat in a corner yeah. for like that entire summer, 2013 yeah. summer, just for trying to figure out all the things I don't even know yet. Yeah. Yeah, I get this. Yeah. So I call the unknown unknowns. Yeah. So I'll sure. list out like, you know, what is Java, what is Python, what yeah. is all the library programming yeah. languages. Yeah, gotta know all of that. Started so. going through all of that. Yeah. And, um, so I realized that every time you learn more things, it's more stuff. Yeah, there's it's like every question yeah. you answer is like yeah. five, ten yeah. more yeah. questions that come out of it. Yeah. So by the end of the summer, I had these pages and pages of just 
terminologies I've yeah. learned and like frameworks yeah. and all this, yeah. starting to piece together what I needed to yeah. have. Yeah. And it's it's funny because even with all of that, like, like what you said, your yeah. mind state becomes your being. That yeah. the anxiety of being into in something that you don't really understand, yeah. and a field that you don't really, yeah. you can't really control all yeah. the aspects of it. Yeah. Really does start to bleed out. Yeah. Because I I started my first um, first techno tech team was literally a bunch of programming students. Yeah. Also working on different yeah. different projects. Yeah. I'm like, guys, I actually found like a thirty thousand dollar investment. Yeah. Investment was thirty thousand. I want yeah. them like, how much would it cost yeah. for you guys to build this? Mm -hmm. And they're like. They set a number, ten grand. Mm, ten grand. I'm like, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And yeah. they got super excited and they got yeah. into it. But like, the issue was that yeah. computer science guys, like programmers, yeah. communicate very differently. Yes. Like yes. they're not very that's, open with their communication. That's right. <laughs> so like they're very bland, yeah. like very emotionless. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't think they were excited. Yeah. Even though they were. Okay. Yeah. 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 And every time I wanted to have a face-to-face -face conversation, they wouldn't talk. Yeah. yeah. They all wanted I am. Like we'll literally have like a whole yeah. like 20-minute, 40-minute face-to-face yeah. conversation. Yeah. I'll ask all these questions, they'll yeah. answer something, they won't yeah. ask anything back. Yeah. I'll walk away and then all of a sudden the IM like, messages yeah. that comes out like, hey, yeah. what about this, what about this? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. bro, we were just sitting face to face. Yeah. Like, I, the frustration was there. Yeah. So the lack of ability of understanding how they work versus how I yeah. work, I just didn't think they were into it or they were the team. Mm -hmm. So I, didn't, I couldn't piece together like, mm -hmm. you know, what's the best team, what's the best mm -hmm. person to f solve these issues. Mm -hmm. And ended up like literally firing that team. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were into it. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't until like two years later. Yeah, when they started working on other other projects, yeah. and another guy came to me and he's like, "Yeah, you know, those guys are really upset. Uh, you guys okay, fired okay. them." I'm like, yeah. "What?" Yeah, so you just don't. Yeah, I didn't even know yeah. that they were interested in the yeah. project. And they actually created like a, like a very like a lo-fi version of, of what Mapping was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, sure. All the functionality is there, but it just didn't look right and function yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Looking back at it, I didn't think about like how would it be if like we just, okay we had this proof of concept now we can add on to it. Mm -hmm. I'm like no no look at yeah. all the other apps they look yeah. like this and yeah. they function like this. Yeah. So I, I get what you mean like it's like a it, it's very hard to go into a field that yeah. you understand especially with tech. Okay okay for for me personally like my 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 specific issues were were more related to like. The, the the nitty gritty of like the, the the coding stuff the coding stuff right but but I I always knew uh you know the the people that 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 work with me are super interested because like uh I guess I had in hindsight yeah for some whatever reason I had a lot of friends that are in computer science and some of those friends were, were part of my team because okay. they're my friend the communication so had understanding becomes a lot easier right because I I, I know them as a person and and I, and I do find that having friends on our team does make the team stick a little better, but it's always sad when to, to let a friend go, right? Yeah. So it's it's two sides of the story. But like but but you while well, you were talking about like doing those research that reminded me of um, I guess when I when I didn't know anything, I, I was just writing a business plan. Like that's I was like, okay, like if I can't code, maybe I, I, I write the business yeah, plan. Yeah, do the right? business side of it first. That's that's basically what I did. That well I guess that's rather the, the first skill I picked up. Yeah. So I spent like I spent like Two two weeks, uh, twelve hours a day, no break, uh, and I wrote like a seventy-page business plan, and that's like my first like ever yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of, and I felt like like I felt like shit, right? Because it, it was like I'm not eating properly, I'm not sleeping properly, and I'm just flushing out the idea. So and this is before people told you about the business canvas. Uh, well, I I just. I just like how sophisticated business plan is, yeah. and and I have a lot of thought process that going on that goes on in my head. Yeah. I always keep track of a system in my head, but 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 it's it's better articulated 
by using a business plan for yep. me. Uh, yep. and, and business canvas to me, it's like uh, just, I guess it, it doesn't express the whole, the, the, the whole picture, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, but I guess business canvas is more agile, which is why I rewrote the, the business plan like seven times and like, like over, 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 the, over, over the yeah. years, right? That's and, one of the things they say, it's like stay away yeah. from the long form business plan, the traditional business plan. It is. Because your business is supposed to evolve. You're yeah, supposed to that, that, is, pivot that is true. As you learn mm -hmm. more, right? For, for, for me, it's just, um, I need to give people something. I need yeah. to show them like, hey, like at least I'm capable of something, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like to call these things like an instrument of belief, right? It's like, hey, like, I, well, the, the reason how I got my first co-founder, besides from the fact that I hosted some pretty cool parties, is, is that I, I, I did have that first version of the business plan and I presented it to him, right? I'm not sure he read it all or read any of it, but it's really thick. Yeah, you know, and, he, and, and he's like, "Oh, I'm in, right?" Yeah. And 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 you know, and well, it's also good to get, get your thought process out, right? For sure, map out for sure. You, the business has evolved like so many times, and the business plan is just my time machine. Like I can just look back into where the business were, right? And it can take me back to the place where I first got started, and it's just something it's funny. That I think I, I, I went through a similar journey. Yeah. Start, first doing business plans, <laughs> yeah. then doing product design. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. That's how I, that's how I can do design yeah, work now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like it's just, yeah. okay, mapping out how it would look yeah. like, how yeah. the user flow should be. That's right, yeah. Right? How, what my vision is, yeah, right? And brand, right? Yeah. And then like, you know, I guess I, I, I picked up more technical stuff because I just, just had to, but but, but that's that's been a journey. I mean, so, 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 so now it's come to the place where I can do a lot of the work, right? Basically, for like all aspects of the company, and and it, and it makes it a lot easier for my team members to to look at me and say, it's like, hey, like like our founders can do all these things. Like that's that's pretty good, and yeah. and so I believe in myself too, you know, and and so we can all we can all do that, right? It's like yeah. setting a, a proper example of myself. Right? Yeah, and I mean, when you're just like obsessed with an idea. You start realizing yeah. how willing you are to go out of your comfort yeah. zone and yeah. learn new things. Really and, obsessed, really delusional, <laughs> right? And like really stupid probably back yeah. then. But that's that's what it takes, right? Yeah. That's like the initial in, initial burn, right? And <laughs> and and you know, like after I started going at it, like there's not really like I never left myself as like a like a plan B. Yeah. So I just have to keep on going. Like yeah. it's fight or flight, right? And yeah. I can't flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, definitely. So like, are you graduating soon or? No, 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 no. I'm. Uh, I'll take another two years. Yeah. I would say to 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 graduate because because I, uh, I I I well, two or three actually because I switched the program mm. and I and I and I gapped the entire year to work on that's my yeah. first year right. I didn't. I just. I was like. So what was your, like your family's take on that like? Okay, well because, because they were. Entrepreneur, like because I grew up in an entrepreneurial family, yeah. like thank God, like they, they 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 understand. But I mean, but I still think it's a pretty crazy decision, yeah. uh, just from my personal standpoint. And uh, you know, and and I just try to make the most out of it, right? And, yeah. and my parents know I'm not, I'm not like, um, like like fucking around too, yeah. right? Like I, I raised some money from friends and family too. Right, and and that that was that was some of the the, the funds that that were used for the company, right? And yeah, and that's what uh, took me back a lot. Cause yeah. Like you understood right from the beginning, convertible notes. Yeah, yeah. Right? The, yeah. the finance structure is used. YouTube videos, like, yeah. YouTube videos, Google's, right? Yeah. Okay, so so literally the first thing I did to start a company is I incorporated the company right away. Nice. Because like like <laughs> there was this cool kid like in not not that cool actually just 
who have his like comp he have like all these articles in corporation. I was like, oh damn, this is so legit, right? I need to do that too, right? Yeah. To prove that I'm serious. So that's the first thing I did after I after I did that, right? And alongside with all of the other things I was doing, I was learning about financing. Uh, and you know all, all mm-hmm. the ways to raise money to the company, right? But 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 what's interesting is that I never like I never knew that company could could be made without any any money, yeah. right? And and so 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 for me personally, like taking investments is the right thing to do for for this particular uh, startup idea because it needs to be scaled like uh, rapidly, and it and and we we have like we are figuring out like this specific model that we can scale it. Right, but but for for a lot of the companies, right, you don't you don't need that money. The money is a it's a it's a burden on you, right? Yeah. Um. So, you know, and if I only like that's one of the things that I wish I knew in the beginning, even yeah. though it didn't really matter. There's to somebody me I, I'm not much. sure if it's Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Somebody who listened to it recently was saying it's like um. Like startups are more likely to fail if they raise money early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can almost map out the ones that raise money mm-hmm. in the early year, mm-hmm. earliest are more likely to fail. Yeah. Because the ones who are cash strapped, bootstrap, mm-hmm. yeah. and they figure shit out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. we, we raised a minuscule amount. So it's it's almost like if I had a job, I would have used that yep. money, right? But I but I didn't have a job. And uh yeah, so so we are like super tight on cash. Like all of the team members are paid in sweat equity and we do like vesting periods for for everyone, and I guess right now, like, we just have like a less than four hundred dollar a month per per month burn rate, you know, and and we can we can sustain so that. That's hosting costs and all that. Yeah, yeah, stuff. we can sustain that for 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 a long time, mm-hmm. you know, up until like we we we, we receive like traction right in the business. So so from that sense, we are like, you know, pretty like sort of. Because we all know, like, if you run out of money, we just die, you yeah. know, and that's just like the the truth, right? And you know, that's something we we have. Yeah. So like vesting schedule, all this stuff you important. learn on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. YouTube, and Google, and yeah. I mean, I'm just cur- I'm just a curious person. Like I I uh, I feel like um, one of my I guess a specific detail is that when I was when I was a kid, right? Like I told you, like my parents were in manufacturing. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I remember like my dad remembers like the 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 ID or, or, or the code for like every single like you know material like fabric, uh, you know, or textile or whatever, right? Like he remembered that at the back of his head, and it, it's like it's it's like pages and pages of like fabrics and materials, and yeah. like and and he didn't know that, right? He learned that. And and that was I guess I took the same mentality of like like if you want to you know get good at what you're doing if you want to like be successful at this business where you better know everything about it right that's 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 why like I always do these searches right I always go to Google like podcasts I listen to right uh, I, I go to like venture capitals uh, websites right they have a lot of great resources but I also had like. I was working with a corporate lawyer right from the the, the beginning okay. of, uh, of of the company, so so they taught me a lot of the stuff too. So I how'd you get the of, I get the corporate lawyer involved? Oh, I uh, so I incorporated um, the the company with this one law firm, and uh, you know, and I was asking them all those questions, and uh, you know, it was like a one man show, and uh, that law firm couldn't really answer those questions to me, maybe. Maybe like it, it, 
I guess they just they're only taking care of incorporations, right? Yeah. That's probably why. Limited. Yeah, yeah, very limited. And then I was like, okay, this this can't this can't be it. So maybe I'll, I'll search to like a different law firm, right? So I went to like a like a different law firm. Then on Google, I searched like I just found a law firm with like a bunch of high ratings, right? And and I just picked that up. Uh, it it was it's a really nice law firm. The people there really like me. I'm I'm definitely their like smallest company, but because they like me, they took me in. That's awesome. Um, they. They so found them on Google and started talking to them. Yes, on Google. Yeah, and they they, they talked about hey, you, you you need this, you need that, and and this is why. And then I also do a lot of my own research because like in the beginning, half the time the stuff they talk about it, like I literally don't understand, you know. And and even if I just ask them like hey, like you know like yeah. what does this mean? Like they can try to explain it, I would still not understand. So I I just I basically just more googling, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I can remember like, <laughs> when I started the legal research, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I got a, I had a company wanted to give me thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I convinced the CEO. It's like a two yeah. billion dollar uh, telecom company mm-hmm. from from Europe. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. met the the CEO that mm-hmm. I'm doing a talk. Mm-hmm. Literally pitched him sixty seconds. Yeah. He like super into it. Yeah. He wanted to meet me more. Yeah. Met with him for twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll give you thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. But talking with this team, seven months. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Due diligence and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. it's a long process. Um, yeah, you, you learn to yeah. learn through the um, learn through that, right? Mm-hmm. The minutia of all that. Yeah. But again, finding the resources yeah. back in 2013, 2014 yeah. was hell. De- yeah, definitely. Right, because yeah. YouTube wasn't yeah. n- wasn't that as developed yeah. as resource, but especially yeah. for startups. Yeah. There's no real startup resourcing. Yeah. And I luckily, I somehow found a PDF. Yeah. Called, uh, it's mostly American, oh, but okay. like the startup legal guide. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it gave like a like a very thin book, but like yeah. talked about just like an overview of all the things you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just reading through that, just like yeah. mapped out all the different terminologies, yeah. it's all yeah. you needed, like a framework, yeah. legal framework. I would say like resources are like a lot scarce, like a lot more scarce, right? But, but, but now, but, but it's but now, now it's now it's everywhere, right? You have to just, just, just look, right? Yeah. But, but then the problem became like, there, there's a lot of people trying to start a startup, right? And back then it's like all, all serious entrepreneurs. Now it's just like, now it's like everyone, yeah. right? Um, so it's, it's like different sort of challenges, right? Yeah. I would say. It's like now um, it's hard to like um, stand out. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because it, like yeah. you're one of the many. Yeah, yeah. Branding definitely <laughs> Branding. helps, right? Uh, but, but I don't know. So how, how was like the whole journey for you? Like in hindsight, I mean, what do you? What yeah, do you, what I mean, I, like I wish I knew what I knew now. Obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. I could move much yeah. more quicker, made yeah. a lot more decisions better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like seven, like I kind of wish I did not pitch that first guy mm-hmm. because getting money early on did kind of yeah. slow me down. Because yeah. again, seven months went now into getting yeah. the, getting that money organized. Yeah. A lot yeah. of time went to understand yeah. legal structure. Yeah. Might, might not for always be the best. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. whereas I could have put the time into actual product development, getting a team. For sure. For sure. Second thing, having that organic team rather than using that money to to like yeah. you know purchase yeah. a teams uh, yeah. to come in and like yeah. um, make the app for me yeah yeah right so a lot of few things I would have changed in that kind of sense yeah yeah but um, other than that I, I still love the journey right yeah yeah just because now I yeah. understand now that gets like sort of what it's what it's like and you're just on your next venture you exactly. know yeah yeah but, I mean yeah. what about you like uh, it's been like a few years been working on Weave two years two years two years August eighth was my two year anniversary nice and, uh, yeah nice so that was like two three days ago. So do you have a good hard deadline for you? It's like, okay, by this date or by this I always, time? I always set hard deadlines for myself with the things I do for Weave. Uh, um, but 
I, I, I find deadlines with other people doesn't always work, right? Yeah. Especially like everyone's taking on sweat equity, right? I'm not. You can't really push them too hard. Paying people, right? Yeah. And and so, because of that, right? Like we had a lot of pushbacks. A lot of it is competency, product design, like business related reasons, right? But now our deadline is September, but we're probably going to miss it by like 10, 20 days, you know. Yeah. And that's uh, to launch. Yeah, to launch. Because I, I would say, I would say I spend the first um, six months building a team, and then I spend the next almost a year uh, figuring out the product. Because our product had like like you know seven, eight iterations. Like yes. we, were, we were testing all those things, and we were comparing it to different things in the market, and then we were hypothesizing what might or might not work. Right? We came up with a lot of our theories, so we spent a year doing that, and 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 then the six month after you know the one one and a half year is like real development work right but even then we had a lot of like uh you know turnovers right like people leaving and we still have to bring on new people right there's there's it's almost there's almost always setbacks and and people almost always want to just well people always want to do what's best for them right sometimes leave is not what's best for some of the team members so they have to leave and and you know then we have to you know sort of find other people again, right? Mm -hmm. But but those were the times where it, it was an opportunity for myself to grow because, you know, you I always think of it as like it's uh it's it's the tough times that defines who you are, right? Easy times are easy. Everyone can handle it, right? It's just like, hey, when times are bad, great. You know, now I can see what I'm made of, right? And if you can't find people, I just pick up the skill myself. It's a good skill to have anyway, right? And that's uh, sort of how it's been the entire time. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but it was honestly, I didn't find too difficult to keep on going mm -hmm. um, at all. Actually, that yeah. way it was just I really like doing it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and obviously, I want the company to last as long as it can, right? So, you know, and and I'm working just as hard as I am now than you know the first day I mean, I've started. What about yeah. funding yourself, right? Like you got school, yeah, you got yeah. a company to build. Yeah. Right? Well, like, now, since now I picked up all those skills, I can I can just do freelance work. I, is that I, what you're doing now? Uh, well, I'm gonna. Uh, well, I'm, I'm building my own portfolio. I'll finish it by the end of this September. Nice. And I'll just pay for my own stuff, like the upcoming semester. With web development. Yeah. Well, I can I can I can do a lot, right? I can I can do I can do branding. I can do product design. I can do uh, do web development. I can pick up other other skills too, super quickly. I can do business development. I can do business plan. I, you know, business strategy. Uh, just, just anything you can you can think of, right? And so, don't you feel like yeah. it's a little different when you're working on your own project, mm -hmm. right? Then, you you can really bring out like the the, the cre creative creative capabilities oh, or like the yeah, top tier sure. like uh, creative like the mm -hmm. like the higher brain function comes out more. For sure, for sure. Right? It gets yeah. a little hard for like especially entrepreneurs to expedite that and like. Export that into other projects. Yeah, well, because you're working for clients and they they want they they have specific things that they want, right? Yeah. So it's like taking a sucker punch if they don't like your opinion, but like, yeah. but you're getting paid, right? So you have to do it. Yeah. And and I think, like my job, right, is to just facilitate them through the entire process and be a good facilitator, and we we figure things out together. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I like about you is architecture-wise, right? Like yeah. You really take your time to understand the key processes. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the problems you brought up uh, to me a while back that was very interesting is the payments problem. Yeah, payments right? problem. Like, yeah. like you're trying to take care, you're trying to get writers and um, yeah. drivers to come in, yeah. right? And yeah. they are interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. Um, where 
they got to yeah. get paid. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's no real solution to uh, allow, what was the problem set, like, exactly? Well, back then, the, the, the fee structure uh, with the payment platform that we were using was not favorable to our business, so we can't really make the, the model work for what we want to do. And, yeah. and obviously, that's, that's not an issue anymore. But I think with everything I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I try to think in systems, like things have to make sense, like in, in and out. Right, and and that's something that I that that I let my team members do too. Like so, whenever, for example, my my project manager uh, needs to ship a feature, I make him write a document first, right? I make him write just the document that 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 lists all all the all the features and the ins and outs, the front and back ends, like how things are gonna work and the corresponding screen set. Like a scope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I make him scope out the project like completely, right? And um, and and talk to each individual members, right? Developers sure. hate that. Well, ours ours are okay. Yeah, you know, they're ours okay. appreciated, you okay. know, by, by this point, you know. It's just uh but you know, um I think to th like like the only way like I think everything is a system, right? And 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 you know, it's like it's like even marketing growth, right? Like creating all these growth loops and, and, and just how how you plan to bring your customers in, right? Versus like, you know, like how how are you like, for example, like doing your legal structure, how are you onboarding people eventually? How are, how, how are the team gonna grow, grow itself? Like everything's a system and it's just like, you know, I'm just glad that like I, I happen to always think like that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, I know you spend a lot of time thinking about how to, about productivity, how to manage yeah. a team yeah. better, right? Yeah, it, it was it was also, uh, um, so it's it's one of those almost like I wouldn't say it's good or bad habits, but it was it was necessary for me because there was there were times where, um, like I like I have absolutely nothing to do, you know, because I didn't develop back then, and yeah. I, and I, and I'm super on top of my own personal tasks. So so all there's left is to think how how can I improve the business or the operations and make things more efficient. So I'm glad that the, the setbacks allow me to sort of sit down and reflect and, 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 and try to do what's best for, for myself and, and the company, you know? And, and that's part of the reason why the product evolved so many times, but that's also part of the reason why it's, it's, it's taking a while to get the product out. But I, uh, I believe that, um, like, because there are existing products of the same category in the market, like the only way we can even like succeed is to have, let, let's say, a 10x better product, 10x better user experience, right? Then, then opposed to you know just having a product that looks identical to like all the other products in the market and expect you to make something out of it, right? Yeah, that just doesn't work. So let's talk about like uh -huh. what are the problems that you're interested in? Like what are their, My, the problems? Like if you weren't working on Weave. Oh, if I'm if I'm well, <laughs> if I'm not working on Weave, um, I uh, there's so many companies in Toronto right now solving so many different types of problems. Yeah, well, you come across a lot of problems while you're working on your current startup. Right? Oh. Not not a lot, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. Oh. I mean, not not like not nothing. That's nothing life changing. Nothing life changing. But 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 I would say like if I if I'm not working for Weave, like I. I there's this design firm called IDEO. Uh, IDEO. Yeah, that I, you know, if I'm not working for that, I want to work for that design firm. Okay. You know, and. Um, so you're saying, like, if you weren't in startup, you were in the design 
Probably, probably be a, a, a product designer or a business designer rather, you know, and I just, I just like doing those things. And, and there are other skills, right? But I, like this is, this is my, uh, we enjoy. my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I find, it, find myself pretty good at it too. Um, but besides from that, man, like maybe just freelance and start another company if this one ever fails and hopefully yeah. it just doesn't fail. Yeah, yeah. And that's just sort of my, uh, just like, I'm just sort of like that, I guess. Uh, just, well, how do I put it? Um, on entrepreneur spirit, designer's heart. And my friends always tell me like, I'm a free spirit. I just yeah. do what my heart tells me to do. Mm -hmm. Might not be the smart, might not be always be the smartest things, but I definitely don't have any regrets doing it. You know? Cool. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> hopefully that answers. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, what about any other companies that you're interested in? Like you keep an eye out, like, Mm. We come across that you're like, it's a really cool concept. They're doing solving a real good problem. Um, I think. Are you involved with like the startup community at all? Well, well, like I, well, I'm involved in like multiple um, incubators and. Um, and and accelerators and 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 I guess even recently. Uh, I got invited to join Founders Institute, yeah. which I declined because they're going to take like 4% of my company's equity and I don't want to pay that. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so, so there are a lot of companies that are, that are around me. Mm. Um, but I think that's just the, the, I guess the problem is the whole ecosystem in general is that there, there's literally like so many companies, you can't tell which one. You, even the coolest ideas might not work, you yeah. know. So I, I never, I never really have, like, my eye on any particular companies. I I, I just try to take a bystander approach and see, okay, like, just analyze them, and that's what I do with you too, you know. So like, I, I can't really give you like a like a specific one. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So, you, what are the incubators that you worked with? I know you went uh, downtown. To yeah. Uh, so you worked with U of T Hatchery, Hatchery. Uh, well, the hub, obviously, where we're sitting. I worked with uh, Avon. Uh, well, not Avon. Just um, well, there's this. It's called Innovations Factory in um, in uh, Hamilton because they're part of the autonomous vehicle innovations network and and and. and and Innovations Factory is just one of the the, the, the linked uh, accelerators, incubators to to that, uh, you know, for you know integrated mobility, which is what we're doing. Um, and so those are three that we worked with. We are, well, I guess we are also working with a, a, a incubator with uh, in in Sudbury called Norcat. Uh, so apparently, it's the largest incubator in Northern Ontario, and uh, we got into that incubator because a team member applied and, and it's just extra connections to Mars downtown. Yeah. This is uh, Northern Ontario? Northern Ontario, like, like really far north. Yeah. You know? but so, so, so for us, it's like incubators is just a way to get connections and, and, and what, re what we really, really need to do That's is... That's out of uh, Sudbury, right, you said? Yes, yeah. So what we really, really need yeah. to do is to get traction. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's our, like, that's our focus, you know? And, um, but, you know, I feel like because there's all these resources online, like I, I don't really have to like you know, yeah. ask somebody specifically. Hey, like 
what is this process like? Because I can just like Google search, right? Yeah. Yeah. A any mentors or um, advisors you have right now you're working with? Uh, well, so, so, so there are people that I'm taking advice from, uh, but I, I never officially brought on like any like serious mentor or advisors on board. Um, and the reason is just like, I just don't feel like of the people that I'm working with, they are a direct match to the company. Because what I find is that there are people with a lot of work experience, there are people who are, you know, they have like, you know, really, really nice job titles and, and, and whatnot, right? But, but they didn't start a company before where they didn't start a company of the same field. So you can bring someone on for the name, but they should also help you of some sort. And, you know, I just haven't been lucky to find a uh, mentor or an advisor who had experience in this network effects, you know. Yeah. And when I was, I was planning to, you know, um, if, like, if Founders Institute does not take the equity from Weave, right? Then I would have joined Founders Institute, and they have a lot of great mentors with experience building networks, right? Building mm -hmm. building marketplaces, and those would be the people I want to bring on, right? And and I and I try to be really really careful about that because whoever you bring on is going to be with you for a while, and and they need to provide value for you, and 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 right now we're not at the stage where we need any advice whatsoever. Yeah, you can ask people of what they what they think of us, and and. Really, we just need to let the market tell us, you know. So for you to launch like intercity, that's like, right, uh, intercity um, rideshare. Yeah, um, that's going to require a, a lot of like uh, what's it, market effects, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, where you need to have a lot of drivers mm -hmm. signing up, mm -hmm. right? As well, a lot yeah, of users. Yeah, I can up, explain right? that. Uh, what's yeah. your launch strategy there? Yeah, yeah. So I can I can explain that a little bit. I don't want to go like, yeah. too much into detail simply because. Never know, right? Yeah. I don't think competitors are going to be hearing this, but yeah. but so um, one of the benefits of what we're doing is we're matching drivers and riders traveling the same direction. Um, so it doesn't matter if there is one driver or a hundred drivers, as long as me, the rider, get matched with a driver super quickly, I would think that the, the service is super popular, and you know there's that viral, viral, um, viral. Virality, virality, virality. Yeah. There, yeah. So, so we actually don't need a lot of drivers and riders on board. What we need is a good balance yep. of drivers and riders. So, um, so let's say twenty drivers, sixty to eighty riders, right? Make sure that like um, all of those seats will be filled, right? So in the beginning, we're only we're getting. Uh, between 10 to 50 drivers who are traveling, who are driving back and forth between a, one specific route, uh, which I'm not going to disclose, uh, and, um, and and we bring those people on with cash incentives, right? And afterwards, the idea is that we'll message other people in in, in, in all the Facebook groups who are also looking for, for a ride for that specific route with a link. We call it a Vive link. If they click on the Vive link, they can join the ride right away. So, you know, we're hoping that we bring on those drivers for the first uh, week or two, and, and afterwards, all we need to do is to make sure that those driver seats get filled, you know, and uh, because they always drive back and forth, we can guarantee our supply side and, yeah. and demand side, we can secure through manually messaging people with VLink. We're having 
drivers themselves to message other people who message them with a Vive link because all the right logistics will be handled by us. Uh, or it could be done through like online advertising, online marketing channels, right? Which, which we set up already, we just haven't, uh, haven't go live yet. And those channels, we can always just measure, right? Just like, what's like the, the, the turnaround rate, like, you know, and then we will adjust our campaign. But, but now we have a steady supply of drivers and riders. We can just add a little bit on both sides and grow, grow the network like that, yeah. you know? But the key is to, to maintain the balance. Right, for every single route that we launch. And, and, and that's operations, right? That's all yeah. operations, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. the other side of the value proposition that we offer as a service. Is that like, hey, we have the technology, but we also make sure you get your ride, you know? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah so let's wrap this up. I yeah. mean, it's been really good talking to you yeah. about the minutia of yeah. exactly where you're at. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're still an early stage founder. Yeah. Right with like company that's still getting yeah. up to launch. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to like when you guys are launching and actually using your service. Oh, I yeah, I hope I really hope so too, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I can't wait. And know? it brings down the cost of like going to Montreal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's just just people didn't think as hard. Uh, well, pe people never thought this hard about this problem, you know. Yeah. And, and well, what I'm know. interested in is like if it's going to change like the flow a flow of people moving right like essentially if you're su you succeed mm -hmm. more people will be traveling in between cities mm -hmm. right because it'll be cheaper it'll be more and like it'll be more easier yeah yeah no for sure I mean like and we're also trying to make it super social too right yeah and, and we want this to be like a fun filled experience right and I guess if you grow our network, we're able to get more different types of people, and we're trying to match people of like similar interests and, and whatnot together, right? In the right, and and it's like we just wanted to make this um, into an experience, just as if you want to go watch a movie like Saturday night, right? With friends, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we want Vive to be. You know, it's just like a some sort of social network on the road. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, so looking forward to when you guys launch. Mm -hmm. And again, what we're trying to do with Bloom, the startup mm -hmm. podcast, is just you yeah. know, showcase startups that are doing yeah. cool things. Yeah. Right? And uh, yeah, let, uh, yeah, let us know when you launch. Yeah. And we'll let you know when this podcast airs. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> hope no. we can time that together. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate talking to you, man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's uh, you know. Yeah. Do I just wave goodbye to people? Yeah, or? we can do that. <laughs> I mean, see you guys later. Let's <laughs> leave.com. Yeah. W -E -T -S -W -E -A -V. Bring it up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, let's weave.com. Yeah. Okay. Get Mash get going. All right, man. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.